Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 137 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Today we are going to talk about everything nutrition. I'm going to take a moment to define a little bit of intuitive eating versus mindful eating, give you an example and some reasons as to why I have my personal opinions. I think that's the best way to say it without uh, spilling the juice before we get into the meat of this episode. So without further ado, go grab yourself a nice warm yummy cup of coffee or something that's going to make you smile and let's dive in. Hey there and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. First and foremost, let's take a moment to talk about a sponsor. Shike Protein, um, they are probably the newest company that I have partnered with, and they are overall fantastic. Even just from the way that they correspond with me as one of their ambassadors like I'm I'm really a fan of just who they are what they're about and they've been releasing so many new flavors recently um the chai latte is one that I truly did not think I was going to like and I am slightly obsessed with it I feel like it's the perfect thing too if I'm looking for like a afternoon-ish coffee but I know that I need some protein like it's a win-win. It makes it something to where it's not like I'm drinking my same cup that I had earlier. I don't know. I'm a big fan. Big fan. I highly recommend you give it a try for yourself. Uh, if you use the code TCY, that will always help you to save on everything you shake. So peep the show notes, click the link, and let me know what you think. All right, so today we're going to talk a bit about intuitive versus mindful eating. And I do think it is very important for me to first let you know a bit about who I am. I am a nutrition coach. I am not a dietitian. This does mean that I have different schooling than a dietitian. Even the services I provide would be different. So a dietitian will sometimes work alongside different doctors, kind of in, uh, I like to say like a little packaged bundle, if you will. Uh, I normally don't fall into that category. Um, I, I would not be somebody that is going to give you, let's say, like write out your exact meals that you should eat, and a dietitian could do that. It's not that I can't, but it's just not under my scope of practice. I do hold a nutrition certification in two different realms. I have my ACE and my NASM, which both of those most simply mean that I am a certified nutrition coach. Now, let's take a moment to again talk about intuitive versus mindful eating. And I think it's important to first define the words at hand. So, the definition of intuitive says using or based on what one feels to be true 
without conscious reasoning. And repeat that again. Intuitive means using or based on what one feels to be true without conscious reasoning. Now, sometimes I think that the definition of intuition is also somewhat uh, looped into intuitive eating. So let's look at what that means. Intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. i repeat that again. The ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Now let's switch gears and look at the definition of mindful. Mindful is to be conscious or aware of something. And then I kind of just put a few extra little uh, uh, little tidbits, if you will, uh, two quotes that say, we think of mindfulness as slowing down or paying attention to what we were actually doing. And another quote says, mindfulness is the practice of paying attention in a way that creates space for insight. So ideally, I think in a shorter explanation, um, intuitive means that you're trusting your gut. And mindful means that you're being aware. Now, obviously, do these things coincide 100%? I I think that trusting your gut could be that you're being mindful in the present moment, right? Like, I mean, the the definitions themselves have a lot of, of overlapping fields. But I can tell you that overall, I follow more into a mindful eating approach as opposed to an intuitive eating approach. And I am not trying to say that every intuitive eating coach or intuitive eating dietitian is somebody that is has bad practices. Absolutely not. I think that there are a lot of good that comes from this. So yay. <laughs> but I want to give this example from a intuitive eating dietitian that uh, she has a pretty big following on something like Instagram, I believe YouTube. And I just want to pinpoint this this argument that she posed for you to understand why I where I see the biggest gap in intuitive eating and to maybe help you become more aware maybe to help you shift gears to an approach that works better for you or maybe just for you to get a better uh I want to use the word mindset but I feel like I shouldn't um a better awareness over nutrition So here we have an example from an intuitive dietitian, intuitive eating dietitian. She said that she was working with a client and a client basically said, I want to eat Taco Bell every single day. I love it. I'm slightly obsessed with it. I literally think about it. I want it every single day. And her response was, then I want you to eat it every single day. And she basically explains her reasoning for it is that she wants you to satisfy that craving and she wants you to do it as um, uh, as follow that craving as much as what you can. Meaning if you have the means to be able to buy Taco Bell every single day, she wants you to get into that drive through line every single day and get Taco Bell every single day because in her theory you will get to a point where you're then like, you know what? I don't really want it anymore. And you just organically have fulfilled the craving. 
She says it does not matter if you go to Taco Bell every single day for a month, two months, six months, whatever it takes, so long as, again, you have the means to do so. She would recommend that you do go to Taco Bell every single day. Now, let me explain to you why I am not a fan of this idea. So whenever it comes to my mindful nutrition coaching, if you were to tell me that you wanted Taco Bell every single day, I want to, instead of just saying, let's satisfy this craving, let's run it out, let's let it run its course, let you organically find that natural, I don't want this anymore. I instead want to work with you to understand why is that the craving? And to also maybe find ways that we can satisfy this craving without you maybe feeling shitty. So I am sure, don't get me wrong, I have had Taco Bell an insane amount in my lifetime. Whenever I was in high school, I worked at a Publix and there was a Taco Bell right by. I mean, oh my gosh, I would always get, at the time, I think it was like a number six or seven where you would be able to get a quesadilla and taco. I'd get that with a, um, what's it called? Baja Blast, the Mountain Dew or whatever. I would get it often. I would not get it every single day. And I can tell you that I definitely had times whenever I was like, man, I, I don't know if I want this because I know I'm going to feel like such shit. But I didn't really have another choice. Like I, or at least I didn't think I had another choice. And that's my point is trying to educate you to understand how do you have another choice. Even for me working inside a grocery store, there were ways for me to be able to maybe duplicate certain things that were there, certain things that I liked from Taco Bell with a process with a item that has less things and it's going to make let's say my tummy feel better I'm not going to feel like oh my god I got to go to the bathroom or my stomach isn't going to be you know doing little dances and whatnot right now I'm not saying that that always happens whenever you eat something but I'm sure we have all been there there was a food of some sort that you're like damn I remember last time I ate this I loved how it tasted, I loved the experience, and I hated how I felt after. And my goal, whenever I work with people one-on-one, is to help, what I like to say, satisfy the mind and the belly. So your mind is the thing that is saying, I want the Taco Bell. And your mind is sometimes even putting a blinder on how the belly maybe feels. But we also want to be able to fuel your belly in a way where it feels good. There are certain things that our body needs in order to function. So whenever we go to Taco Bell, we are probably not getting as many, let's say, peppers and onions as opposed to if you were to make, let's say, that quesadilla and taco at home. Or if you even get the mixings that is a quick fix in something like a Publix, right? So my point is, I find, I believe that the definition of intuitive or intuition, the ability to basically do something based on how you feel without conscious reasoning is I think where the issue comes into play. Without conscious reasoning. And I think that understanding the reasoning is the important piece to the puzzle. So you might 
be struggling with, maybe you're like, okay, I really like Taco Bell. I'm now making these tacos at home and I'm still struggling with how I'm feeling. I would then look at everything that you're using to make the taco. I would then go over different options for meat. Is it the meat that's causing the issue? I would go over different options for our cheese, different ways that we can add in vegetables, and I'd be looking at a lot more than just that one meal. So I'm not saying that you have to have a veggie or a fruit every single time you sit down to eat. Like, no, I'm not trying to be a crazy person whenever it comes to them. But the reason why one of the phrases that I use all the time, if you follow me on social media, is eat your fucking veggies, is because the amount of times that we are in a space where we don't have them is very high even going to something like Taco Bell or Dunkin Donuts you might get something Dunkin Donuts I talked to somebody recently there's this like egg white I think it was a sandwich of some sort on like an English muffin and she really liked it it had a better amount of protein than some other options that she was looking at she was excited for that and she flat out said dang if I was to have this every day though, I'm automatically setting myself up to not have a fruit or veggie at this meal. There are no options for me to get them whenever I am there at Dunkin' Donuts. I can get a donut, I can get a strawberry filled donut, but I can't get strawberries, right? So for her, she likes that sandwich, it's quick and easy. She will normally bring something that is like, I, she's really liked having, let's bring the, the taco in. <laughs> she's really liked peppers and onions. She will prep a lot of peppers and onions, take a small container with her, and throw them on her Dunkin' Donuts sandwich. Period. That's it. Who cares that it's less than a serving of vegetables that she's getting in, but she is mindfully making that decision. I think that if you go through with following a craving and doing it without conscious reasoning, you are setting up a bad habit. And I'm going to be talking about how to make consistency, in my opinion, more glamorous in an episode here to come. And consistency is, it is a tricky thing. It is so easy to like fall off your bandwagon. It's very easy to be like, yeah, I feel like I'm crushing this. I'm doing well. And then you kind of fall off. And that's why my goal is never to be like, cool, you have a vegetable in every single meal. You have this in every single meal. Good job. You had X amount of fat, protein, carbs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And have this like super intense checklist. Instead, you can ask people that I work with one-on-one. I'm always like posing the, the what if. Let's think of it this way. So on a day whenever somebody has what I would say that they, they would view it as like, ooh, this was like an A plus eating day. My nutrition coach is going to be so excited. I will almost always look through it and be like, but where's the thing that made you, like that made your belly smile? We did all, or made your mind smile, excuse me. We did all these things that make your belly feel good. What about your mind? So yes, you had, let's say the taco hack at home. That's quick, it's easy and you like it. That's an important part, you like it. But can we add in the tortilla chips? Like, why did you not have anything like that? Um, you did your taco without any of the cheese, the sour cream. Do you want it? You're low on fats for the day. Your body needs the fats. Can we add that in? Do you like avocado? Can we add that in? Constantly looking at the, what can I do to find that nice, good balance between the mind and the belly? We do want to take conscious reasoning. We do not want to leave that out. Uh, and I, I think that, 
the one thing I do like with intuitive eating is it takes the idea of we want to take diet culture out of the equation. And I do actually believe in that. But I do think that there is still an importance of understanding what your body needs. And if it is, let's say, eating Taco Bell every single day, could you potentially still fill your body with nutritional value that it needs with your micronutrients that are going to help you get your your vitamins, your fiber, your sodium, all that stuff in check? Yeah, you can. Of course you can. But that's going to mean that a lot of other things throughout the day are going to have to be, in my opinion, probably a little too like strict. And that is then not taking an intuitive eating mindset. So again, I am not trying to say that intuitive eating is bad. I think there is a lot of good that comes from it. I think that taking the direct mindset around diet culture and trying to scoot it out is good to a point. We don't want to have the foods that are like, oh, you can't have that. My goal is to help somebody understand how they can eat Taco Bell and not feel like shit. But my goal is also to help somebody understand why are you craving Taco Bell? Is there a certain thing there that your taste buds really like? And can we duplicate that at home? Can you find that elsewhere? Can we, um, if we are eating the Taco Bell, can we make sure that we are fueling your body with other things so that you feel good? So you are still achieving your goal of maybe being able to run a mile without stopping. I don't care if your goal is what the scale says. I also am happy if you do have a goal of what the scale says. I'm so indifferent. Like I don't I don't care what the goal is. My goal is that you want to be happy and healthy. Whatever that means to you. But eating something like Taco Bell every single day, I'm sorry, that is not healthy. That is not healthy. I'll repeat that 17 times. That is not healthy. It is okay to have it. And it's okay to have it in moderation. And that's why I am a big believer of the 80-20 rule. 80% of the foods that you consume should be foods that are fueling your body in a positive way. That are doing the check mark for making the belly feel good. We do need protein in our diet. We do need fats, we do need carbs, we do need fiber, we do need sodium, we do need sugar. You need all those things. I don't want you to follow a new diet trend that's saying, oh, I can't have any carbs. That's not something that's going to last you for forever. That is something that's going to have this big screaming halt at one point and make it to where you have this bad relationship with food. So my goal for you is maybe within this upcoming week, find those foods. Think about those foods that diet culture has told you that you shouldn't have, that you like. Maybe go have it and really try to understand what about this food is it that you like. So for example, for me, whenever it comes to eating anything that falls into that Mexican-like realm, I know that Taco Bell is not Mexican, but like give me a break, I'm putting that into that category, as well as a Chipotle or going to a local taco spot. Um, all, everything, everything for me in that category, what is the main thing that I like from there? It's the tortilla chips. Hands freaking down. I fucking love them. If you've listened to this show before, you know that I think that they should have their own food group. 
So what is something that I do? I figure out ways to add tortilla chips in to other meals. The amount of times that I scoop up, let's say, a salad that I made that has a bunch of things I like in them, and I do something like, oh, I love the tortilla chips. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use some of those, put my fork to the side, and scoop it up like these are nachos. Be mindful. I want you to focus on taking a conscious or an awareness to your nutrition journey rather than doing something without conscious reasoning. The trickiest part is to make sure that you are doing so with being nice to yourself. And I think that is something that intuitive eating and mindful eating really try to hone in on. It's never this, no, you should not do this. It's never this big restrictive-like feel. Both of them try to take more of a positive mindset to the equation. And I am a big believer of what I like to say, taking the yogi mind to your dinner plate and beyond. If that's something that you need help with, If mindful eating is something that sounds like it's going to be for you, something you want to learn more about, there are two different ways that we can work together. One is directly for one hour. You pay me for an hour of work and we do whatever the hell you want. We meet on a Zoom call. We do a FaceTime and we walk through the grocery store. If you're local, we can meet up at the grocery store. We can meet over a cup of coffee, whatever it is. You ask me whatever the hell you want and we will dive into nutrition for one full hour. My other route is where we work together one-on-one where you get two check-ins a week. You have the ability to schedule weekly calls with me. Um, I give you video feedback. We can work together for three months. I believe I also have six, nine, and a year as an option. All of that information is in the show notes. So please, please, please take a little look-see there. Follow me on Instagram at the Caffeinated Yogi Company or at Caffeinated Yogi Talks. And let's take this conversation off of the podcast. Do you agree with me? Do you believe that maybe mindful eating is a little bit more applicable for a long-term positive relationship with food as compared to intuitive? Do you think I'm wrong? You're entitled to your own opinion. Please hit me up. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next Tuesday, namaste and slay boothing. thing.